welcome welcome into mona's world of becoming friends it has been so long it's been about six months since the last time that i posted an episode i want to say thank you so much to those of you that have continued to listen to the podcast that have continued to share episodes and send me words of encouragement asking me where the fuck i was at what the fuck i was doing i appreciate that so much so friends today's topic is don't mistake grief for regrets and although i have not been podcasting lately i have continued on in my life coaching and in my 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 regular job as a tarot reader and one thing that's been really common amongst my clients that i continue to have to reiterate and talk about with them is the difference between grief and regrets that's what we're going to talk about today so one of the most impactful things that, and I'm always talking about impactful things in therapy, right? But one of the most impactful things that I learned in therapy was about the difference between being sad, being devastated, being remorseful or regretful and actually grieving. And my therapist told me that oftentimes we experience this long period of sadness or depression and we start to think that, you know, I've been going through something or life is lifing or I just can't seem to get over X, Y, Z. And what it actually is, is that we are rooted in a cycle of, of grief. And grief expands far beyond the traditional definition of the word grief. Grief has a lot of meaning. So y'all know me. I looked up the definition of the word grief um, before planning out the episode and the definition of the word grief means to suffer, feel, or express great sadness. Now in a traditional sense a lot of people think that grief is only tied to the loss of a loved one, right? Um, experiencing a loss of life um, or a loss in a relationship sometimes we look at as grief but truthfully grief happens in everyday life sometimes we do things like we change our hairstyles or we switch jobs or we quit jobs and decide we want to do something totally different with our lives and what we experience as a result of those things is a period of sadness devastation depression or grief but because we're not familiar with the way that those things can feel for us on a mental and emotional level um, we begin to feel like what we're actually doing is regretting the decisions that we've made. And in all actuality, there's a level of processing that needs to take place. And you're just experiencing generalized sadness about the fact that your life will never be the same. Um, we are also live streaming the episode on... Facebook and our therapist Sharita who will be on on a later episode to dive a little more deeply into the difference between grief and regret says that yes ambiguous grief is tough and it is very tough um it's okay to grieve right Sharita has said on multiple occasions as has my own therapist it is okay to feel the feels so if you find yourself friends or you found yourself in previous situations feeling like you made a choice like my client will call him ryan ryan reached out for a tarot reading and ryan wanted to know 
if he had made the wrong choice in leaving his partner. Now, what we uncovered during the course of that tarot reading was that Ryan needed to make those changes and make those strides because the relationship had kind of fizzled out and hit a point where it wasn't going to grow any further. And what he was actually doing was not being regretful or remorseful about the fact that he decided to sever ties with his partner, but grieving the loss of that comfort, that presence, that stability, if you will, that he was experiencing in his, his relationship. And again, there's nothing wrong with feeling those feels because some of the verbs and, and action words and actions that I also found while looking up the definition of the word grief were hurt, pain, devastating, cry, sob, and to be distressed. Be ye not discouraged, friends. Be ye not discouraged and just experience the feelings, but you also have to remind yourself that I am in a period of transition. Things are transiting and transforming for me every single day, and it is okay for me to feel X, Y, Z. As things change, they'll become more clear and I'll become more comfortable. That would really be a great place for you to rest in order to move forward, but in those situations where you find yourself quitting a job or closing out a friendship or saying goodbye to a relationship or anything really that doesn't serve you and you're moving forward including changing the color of your hair because yes you can breathe or grieve a change with that just remember that it takes some getting used to the new normal in your life and your brain's normal resting place is whatever is consistent and whatever has been the norm um, for some period of time. So I want to talk a little bit about my client, Sarah. Um, Sarah, much like Ryan, had reached out to me and she wanted to discuss a situation that she was having with this long-term relationship that she had been in. Um, if you've been with me for some time, y'all know how I feel about the word relationship. But she and her partner had been going around and around and around in cycles. And after um, close to a decade of back and forth, up and down, round and round, she really wanted to, when she came to me, she asked me, what's wrong with me? Where I'm not able to make this choice and then move forward. And she explained that she starts out by feeling okay with what took place and then later on after a couple of days of processing she circles back to feeling as if she needs to go back to this person because she really loves them she's missing out on them there are no cuddles and and all of those other fun things well what sarah and i discussed was not the fact that she was regretful about her and her partner breaking up. Sarah talked about the fact that her partner was emotionally unavailable. Um, they do not cater well to her love languages. They do not speak to her in a manner that she deserves to be spoken to. And really, there was a level of, we'll use the word unhappiness, that was pretty consistent in the relationship, but she simply could not let go. And what Sarah and I discussed was 
the fact that she didn't really miss her partner. But what she was grieving was the level of comfort and consistent presence. I, I use that term lightly because I don't really feel like they were consistent in their presence. Um, but the level of comfort and consistent presence that she was receiving from that partner and that there were some other things that Sarah could do to try to work through why she felt she needed to reach out and continue to be present with that individual despite the fact that they were not meeting her needs and what it is that she could give to herself in return in order to work through the grief that she was feeling and get to a place of acceptance so that she could move forward. I really wish that I had looked up the seven stages of grief. Um, I am live streaming, so I wonder if we can do a half and half here. Yes, we can. Let's do it, friends. Seven stages of grief. So the seven stages of grief are shock, denial, pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction and working through, and acceptance of hope. You know, and our... Our resident therapist here just said that fun facts they there aren't or they aren't stages in the traditional sense and she's absolutely correct it is possible to experience the seven stages of grief in different terms or in different experiences for each different person and also not in any particular order am i correct sharita chiming girl um, but those are the seven stages of grief. So I'm gonna talk about my own stages of grief. I quit a job today and that is something that I have not shared with you guys. You guys know that for the longest I have been working in the corporate world and then I decided that I didn't want to work anymore because I wanted to spend some time living my life, running my businesses, pouring my full attention into my children and into my clients and my businesses but recently life took a turn um we are in a period of economic crisis right um sharita says i'm right thank you girl um we're in a period of economic crisis everybody's suffering things are hard for everybody so for those of you that are listening and you're kind of experiencing life and you feel like life is beating your motherfucking ass and dragging you by your hair <laughs> it's happening for everybody um so yeah i i won't go into too much detail but i took a job it was a very very shitty job it was a job making less than half of what i would typically make um in a regular corporate role but i said cool it'll help take the edge off right now my husband told me baby don't it's never that serious and i said but it is and I politely took my ass to do this little shitty job. I worked it for, I don't know, it's really only been like four weeks. Um, first was absolute shock, all right? I started this job and I'm just like, what is this? Why am I here? What has happened with my life? Where am I going? What's happening? And then there really was a period of denial for me where I started to try to convince myself that I don't deserve to live this life, right? 
And then from there, it was, well, life has become a little difficult and bills are big, like my back. <laughs> Just kidding, y'all. Um, but bills are big and I need to try to do something to make things better on my end. And then from there, I really did experience pain and guilt, anger and bargaining and fucking depression real hard for, for a few weeks. I was calling off every other day. Um, granted, life was life and it, it was life and, but it was tough for me. And it got to the point where going to the place made me feel physically sick. And I hit that point where I was bargaining and asking Source to please, 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 please stop this from happening to me. If you do this, I'll do X. If you do Y, I'll do Z. Those things didn't happen. And that then hit the point of, I would say, acceptance and hope. And now I am... I'm moving into the upward turn after having quit the job so that I can go through reconstruction and working through. There really is no particular way for you to process grief, right? And that's the thing. I don't regret the decision that I made to take this job, even though I knew that the job wasn't going to fulfill my needs or make me happy, that it was going to cut into me running my businesses and handling my clients and the other things that I'm doing. But there was a level of grief about the way that my life has been going. I've been very, very blessed um, for, for the last almost going on two years to not have to work a traditional job and for my life to continue to elevate and having to face the reality that the world is changing and things are getting hard for everyone. And that brought on the need for me to try to do something different to manage it. That was tough for me. Part of me tried to convince myself that um, I didn't deserve to be an entrepreneur anymore. There was something wrong with me for wanting to make that choice. Um, that I needed to try to live a more normal life is what... I told myself, but where I've landed since then is it's okay. I mean, and I know this, which makes it, it kind of pissed me off even more because how are you struggling to process something and you already know what's supposed to take place, but no matter how wise you are, how smart you are, how much knowledge you have, or how capable you are in helping other people or doing things for other people, there's a level of triumph an action that it takes for you to be able to apply these things to your own life um it's okay it's okay grieving the fact that life is changing and there's a need for shift in my life but also accepting embracing and working in the fact that there's still room for me to actualize my dreams and run my businesses and work with my clients and all the other things so yeah we're gonna start wrapping it up um but i do want to briefly i, I, I 
feel like I talked about these things. Some different types of grief that you can experience range from things like um, the death of a loved one. And if you've lost someone, my, my deepest condolences for your loss. Breakups, changes in employment. That's that whole little transparency story I just gave y'all. Don't say I never gave y'all nothing. You're welcome. Um, moving away from family, losing friends, things of that nature. Lots of different things can push us into a period of grieving. But the most important thing for you friends to take away from this episode is it's okay to take time out to figure out and ask yourself. I want you to always be asking yourself, am I feeling regretful about the choice that I made? Did I make the wrong choice? Does this choice serve the goals that I am seeking or the feelings that I am hoping to experience? Or am I just grieving the fact that life is changing and I don't know what that's going to look like for me in the future? If you spend a little more time really discerning between your feelings, what's reality, and what's simply just the unknown or shift in your experience, it'll make it a lot easier for you to make those changes as you move forward. So that is what I have for you, beautiful friends. Do I have anything else to say? Um, like I said, thanks again for holding it down, y'all. During my six-month hiatus, I promise I am back. The shitty, shitty job that I worked that I will never, ever go back to when I quit today um, is going to push me back into staying focused on what's important. So since we're live streaming today, friends, I've said my goodbyes um, to those of you that are listening to the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're streaming it. But we're going to start to take some questions and chat about some things um, uh, on Facebook. So stick around for that portion of the, the podcast. It'll be great. Um, so Sharita says, I always feel like I make the wrong choice. The unknown is scary. And yes, the unknown is scary, but here's the thing about choices. My, my therapist told me this and it really like shifted my perspective so deeply about making choices that even quitting today, it was just like, all right, girl, pull your shit together because it's okay. Life is a cycle of making choices, right? We wake up every day, we decide what we're going to wear, how we're going to do our hair. Are we going to get out of bed? Are we going to be lazy? Are we coping? Are we happy? Are we creating? Are we quitting? Like, what, what are we getting into today? And later on in the day or later on at some point of time, you have to make a decision about how you feel about the choice that you made. And for those of us that are aware that this is the cycle of making choices, it becomes easy to say, all right, yesterday I quit my job. We're three days post. How you feeling? How you feeling? What you want to do? Um, it, it becomes easy. But when you're not aware that life is nothing but a cycle of making choices and moving forward and deciding how you feel and making a new choice, it kind of feels very chaotic. Or like if you do something wrong today, you don't have the opportunity to con to connect it or connect it to correct it or do something different tomorrow. There's always a choice. And that's the beauty of free will is that you're not bound to any one particular choice that you make today. It might be really, really scary for you to make a choice today and then decide to do something totally different tomorrow, but you're capable of doing those things 
And as long as you continue to check in with yourself, it's okay to keep shifting. I don't recommend that if you don't have great emotional intelligence, if you're not good with, um, if you don't have any goals set for yourself, like you don't have any idea for what direction you're headed in, then you maybe should take a little more time between making those choices. But the unknown is scary. But the bottom line is we really don't have any idea of what's happening for us between one minute and the next. I'm sitting here 20 minutes and 19 seconds into recording this podcast, but a meteor could hit Earth five seconds from now. And there's no way to prepare for that. And Sharita, you know, you're a client of mine on a consistent basis. And you know, I say this to you all the time. The best thing that you can do to figure out how to move forward or figure out the best choices to make for yourself is to ask yourself, what would make me feel excited? What's going to get me fired up? What's going to make me feel very passionate in my life and striving to make those choices over any other choices, especially those fear-based ones or those ones that you feel obligated to make because of society, because of the values that your parents instilled into you, whatever those reasons were. So that's my little tidbit on making the wrong choice. There's no such thing as a wrong choice. You can make choices that are uncomfortable for you in the long run, but nothing's wrong. Um, the way that my therapist told me that in my, in my therapy session this week was you're just doing things and then waiting to see how they play out. And there's something very noble about making that choice and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's that on making choices. What else do we have friends? Cause I don't want to let the podcast episode go too far beyond the 30 minute mark. So we got nine minutes, what y'all got? And Sharita, thank you so much. I'm proud of me too, friend. I've been saying that all day. Like, I'm really proud of myself for making that choice because it was a really hard choice. And I kept trying to convince myself that it would be very selfish of me to make that choice. But another thing that I worked through in therapy this week was you can only make so many decisions for the benefit and value of others before you really start to have to prioritize those decisions that are going to be important for making sure that you feel good and that you are well and that you feel okay. Quitting was it for me. It was it for me. Um, so I'm going to close it out for y'all that are streaming Mona's Word of Becoming um, on, like I said, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I'm everywhere except for Apple. Me and Apple got beef. I don't know what it is, but love you. Bye. Thank you.